episode 19 of Corn Syrup, a horror podcast. I'm Tyler. What's up, guys? I'm Mike via Zoom today. Via Zoom. How you doing, man? I'm all right. Uh, I just took an edible. Okay. Uh, I got so you're doing good. From work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'll probably be doing better in about 15 to 25 minutes. Yes, you will. All right, man. So we are, we're, having, we're playing a fun little game today. We are, uh, we're taking, I, I'd say, five of the upcoming horror movies that we're probably looking forward to the most. And we are going to be predicting the Rotten Tomatoes critic score for each of these movies. Uh, should be pretty fun. And we're and you know, some of these movies are coming up pretty soon here, as soon as next month. So uh, and this is going to be a little bit of a gateway into our next episode in which we will be ranking the Saul franchise in anticipation of Spiral coming out about a month from now, May 14th. So this is a little bit of a precursor to our next episode. But we'll start with uh, some horror news and not a whole lot of big there. news and yeah. some personal news. A friend good friend of, the, of ours making yeah. news. Friend of the podcast, Christine Elise, as well as her friend Alex Vincent, have officially signed on to be a part of the Chucky series coming out on Sci Fi. So that's awesome. They also they didn't give us an exact release date, but they did say that that will be coming out in the fall. So now at least we do have some sort of timeline that we can look forward to. I'm looking forward to this, man. I, I really feel like with Don Mancini at the helm <clears throat> and with all of these people coming back into the fray, like I really don't see how this show could be that bad. Oh, I don't I don't think it, it can go wrong, honestly. Yeah. I don't I don't see me not enjoying like a single episode of this series. Um there's one I don't think that they'd make it if they didn't believe what they have or would make a good product and it's Don Mancini, man. I mean, come on. Like, this is his franchise. We we both actually kind of enjoyed the uh, reboot, but this is, yeah. you know, but this is his work. And I and plus, I think Sci-Fi is a pretty good network now. I mean, you mm -hmm. saw what they did with with the Leprechaun franchise and how they they were able to make a really quality sequel in a franchise that really had no quality movies. Uh, I think yes, uh, Sci-Fi is going to take really good care of this, just like you know Don has for the last. 30 years. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Good point about the Leprechaun franchise. Maybe sci-fi is building up some sort of good track record, but right. yeah. So, I mean, now we have, uh, you know, Brad Dorif, we have Alex Vincent, we have Jennifer Tilly, we have Fiona Dorif, yes. we have Christina Lee, and newcomer to the franchise, Devin Sawa, who we've spoke about is, you know, very well. You known. and I really thought that he was going to be cast as um, Andy Barkley, which, you know, kind of yeah. made sense from a studio uh, standpoint if, you know, you're trying to get a bigger name to play the main character. But um, ultimately, you know, this seems like it's going to be a series for the fans. Yeah. Uh, so why not bring back, you know, Alex Vincent? When you said that about Alex Vincent, I, you convinced me that that was going to be the case. Because like we said... Yeah. Don wouldn't want to do that, but the studio could have right. jumped in and said, you know, a little bit more name recognition. Um, but it is sci-fi. You know, it's not like we're dealing with um, ABC or NBC, you know, yeah. uh, higher up, you know, big suit guys. Not, you know, it's sci-fi. I really think that they also care about this project, too. And also, I can see Don Mancini jumping in and saying, hey, I don't care. Studio or yeah. no studio. Alex Vincent's my guy. Right. So, you know, Don is I, he just seems like that type of guy. Um, but that's it for horror news. Let's get into our episode. And before we get into these five movies that we're going to be discussing a little bit and uh, breaking down what our expectations are for Rotten Tomatoes, let's run through some movies that we're not going to be speaking in detail about that will be coming out this year, um, starting with a, The Conjuring 3, which comes out June 4th. I'm actually a fan of both Conjuring movies. I don't think they're like you know, they're not groundbreaking or anything, but I actually think they're pretty good. Um, now, the thing about this is James Wan is not coming back to direct this one. So, huge. You know, yeah, that's that could be a very big difference. And then we have the fifth and final Purge movie called The Forever Purge, which comes out July 2nd. I know you're not really a big fan of this franchise, right, Mike? I mean, I've, I've seen them all. I've even seen a couple okay. of them in theaters, actually, um, including the last one. What was that? The... Um, election year i think it was yeah. 2018 uh yeah it's i mean it's a series that kind of started off okay got bad i think was it, was it the third or fourth purge movie that actually was pretty decent and then uh the last one was kind of i thought was like the franchise 
killer in a way because it was just so bad. So the fact that they're coming out with a fifth and final one is is what they say. I don't know how much I believe yeah. that shit. That's 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 what they always say. I don't know. Um, Purge Anarchy was that the good one? Purge Anarchy, I believe so. It's okay. a, it's it's the third one, whichever okay. one that is. You know, but it shows my my knowledge of that franchise. And yeah, no one's hear me talk about a franchise I don't think about. I'm with you. My interest in this movie is is lukewarm at best. Right. Uh, it's 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 something I'll catch. Yeah. You know, I probably would rent this. Honestly, it's 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 a movie worth renting for three ninety nine. And then a movie I'm a little bit more excited about, although I think it's a little bit strange that it's that it's getting made. It doesn't seem like it really warrants a sequel. But Don't Breathe Two comes out in August, August thirteenth. Uh, Fide Alvarez, who was the director, we'll be talking more about Fide Alvarez in, uh, once we get to the movies that we're breaking down a little bit, but he is not returning as director. He is producing it. Um, Stephen Lang, obviously, is returning as the main uh, antagonist. But Scary dude, that's Stephen Lang. Yeah. I thought he did really well in the first movie. He'll probably be just as good in this. Absolutely. Kind of turning him into, you know, like Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, you know, to or uh, Michael Myers, like... I don't know. Like, are they gonna make like five of these movies with with Stephen Lang as some blind dude fucking people up? You know who he kind of reminds me of is he's got a little bit of like a Tobin Bell thing going on as Jigsaw. Right. You know. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah. But like, if Tobin Bell was like like three inches taller and in shape and in like military, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, for him. Yeah, but I don't know. It's a little bit of a strange sequel. But hey, man, I mean, we'll see. Um, I do really enjoy the first one. I know you do too. Watch that movie Crawl. I don't know if you, you know, the alligator movie. And, and that just reminds me, like, I feel like those are like the same exact movie, Crawl and Don't Breathe. For some reason, I just always got those two movies mixed up. And I assume that there's going to be a Crawl too, because I because I know that was a smash hit on yeah. a really low budget. I did you know. see Crawl. I, do, I did see Crawl, yeah. I definitely think Don't Breathe is better, but... Um, Without doubt, yeah. Yeah. And then I mentioned James Wan not returning to the Conjuring franchise. He is returning to the horror genre, though. He has a new movie called Malignant coming out September 10th. There's really not a whole lot of information out there about this movie, so it's not really worth discussing. But uh, when James Wan does something related to the horror genre, it's worth paying attention to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I will say, like, 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 for this past year, like, we've, like, suffered, like, with no movies, and, like, we're about to be spoiled within the next, like, yeah. six months to, like, a year. Like, it's going to just come down on us. And... Yep. Here's one I'm super interested in. I mean, I, that's not to say it's going to be any good, but Edgar Wright the director of Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, yeah. um, is making a psychological horror movie coming out October 22nd of this year. It's called Last Night in Soho. Um, it is starring uh, someone who's becoming a, a horror mainstay in Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, right. I, I like. I think Edgar, Edgar Wright is a great director. I don't think there's any doubt he about is. that. Um, so yeah, I'm, he, I'm he's, very interested. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely not one that you know like will question like whether he's gonna make a solid movie or not like he, yeah. he's always putting out good stuff and it's actually awesome to see him you know switching sides over could, could you know because he's always like a dabbled with the horror comedy mm -hmm. obviously but I, song dead but it, you know this it, would be a good movie it's so good for the genre when guys that aren't i mean i know sean of the dead is like comedy horror or whatever but it, it's really good for the genre when guys that aren't known as horror directors decide to make a horror movie um, right. That's why, like Jordan Peele, is is fucking huge for the genre. Right, um, and you got that with uh, David Gordon Green and yeah. uh, Danny McBride making yep. the Halloween trilogy. I mean, they got three fucking movies in their deal just without ever doing a horror movie in, in their life. Yeah, crazy. So that's just uh, a few movies that we won't be breaking down in detail here, um, but definitely something to keep an eye on. Like Mike said, it's going to be a really fun 2021 and even go going into 2022, we're going to be spoiled with some, with some horror movies and hopefully a lot of good ones. All right, let's get into the movies that we are going to be guessing the critics Rotten Tomatoes scores. We will be going in chronological order of release date. This one comes out um, actually a month from exactly a month from when this podcast will be released. It comes out May 14th. It is the, latest Saw movie. It's called Spiral or Spiral from the Book of Saw. Um, it is being directed by Darren Lynn Bousman, who has directed three other Saw movies. He directed Saw 2, one of my favorites, if not my favorite, um, Saw 3 and Saw 4. 
the you know this isn't a franchise that's known for its critical acclaim by any stretch of the imagination i i watched the trailer for this and it just looks like a saw movie with chris rock right kind of thrown into it and i don't really mean that in a good way like i was kind of hoping for something a little bit different um and i know trailers can be a little bit deceiving but it doesn't look like chris rock is really going to bring anything new to to the series like he just looks like another main character to me right i mean you're probably sadly right i mean i honestly never thought in our life that we would see another saw movie let alone with with chris rock i mean like you heard, you know, like I, I heard about this movie for the first time at the end of, you know, 2018, I think. And hearing Chris Rock and Salt, it's like, how's that, you know, like you're thinking it's going to be a, like a remake. And this is actually a sequel. I mean, or, you know, like a, you know, like a continuation of the Salt series. Um, but you were right. I mean, it's, it's a movie that's not liked by critics at all. I think Salt 1 has the highest rating and that's 49%. Yeah. Uh, and then you go, you know, from Salt 2 to, to jigsaw and you know that ranges anywhere from 39 percent as low as 10 percent so um is there anything to make you think that this movie will you know be above 49 percent no and like you you know like we said that the guy uh darren lynn bowsman is returning as director this is his fourth saw movie the writer for the movie is the guy who wrote jigsaw which i think is one of the more critically panned movies of this of a critically panned franchise. But it's oddly enough, uh, the most liked by fans on Rotten really? Tomatoes. Uh, 89% mm-hmm. by fans. And Damn. second is the, is the original Saul with, uh, what's that, 84%. So yeah, yeah, oddly enough. I've never seen Jigsaw, so I I, I can't even comment on it yet. Um, but no, man, I, the trailer, again, I know trailers can be really, really deceiving. But it, it, this just doesn't look like something. My expectations for this movie are fairly low. And I my prediction for this movie is 36%. Okay, so that fits right in line. So that would pretty much be like the third most liked one, you know, as low as that score is. Um, do you, you have a score for what the fans think? I'll give it to you. I mean, I... So I think I like to think now, this is a series that does have a big fan base and exactly it's pretty well liked. I mean, just like exactly. I told you, eighty nine percent from Jigsaw when I think the when the, the uh, critics gave it a ten. <laughs> I think I think Saw fans, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I think they're really easy to please. I think if you, you right. give you give Saw fans what they want, and they'll pay the money and they'll leave happy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'll go eighty two percent for the fans. Wow, okay. I, I, I just yeah. think they would have to do something really different for Saul fans to not like it. And as far as I can tell, it doesn't look like they're really doing anything different. Right. Yeah. And that's probably why the critic score won't be as good. But, you know, there's always a feeling I have I had with this movie and that the critics are going to like it. I, mm. And sometimes you just can't explain it. I, and I see Chris Rock and Samuel L. like in the Saul movie. Yeah. And like, you know, that obviously has, you know, 15 to 20 percent written all over. But (laughs) there's just something that tells me that this movie will get at least a 60 with with the critics. Um, I go 60 percent with the critics, 80 percent with the audience. Um, Damn, man. Yeah. And, you know, like I I wish I had more of an explanation why, but something just tells me. uh, Yeah. Just from looking at the trailer, looking at the poster, and just looking at the reason why they made this movie makes me think that they actually thought they had something. So let's okay. see if they do, and you know, we'll find out in a month. I like it. Yeah, we'll find out. All and right, we'll see. And and since we're way off, I think that warrants a bet. It does warrant. It does warrant a bet. So we'll think of something. Yeah, we'll think of something before the uh, our next episode, which again we'll we'll be ranking the Saul uh, franchise. So right. that's a 36% for critics and 82% for fans from me. And you were a 60% and 80%. 80%. Okay. So let's move on to uh, the next movie to be released after Spiral. It is A Quiet Place 2. And that comes out exactly two weeks after Spiral on May 28th. The good news about this movie, good news, bad news, right? So John Krasinski died, spoiler alert, he's dead. 
Uh, he, that's the bad news. Good news, John Krasinski is still writing and directing this movie. Exactly. Um, and obviously, you know, you would imagine his chemistry, uh, writing a good film, um, starring his wife, Emily Blunt. I would, I would imagine the expectations for this movie personally are, are much higher than a movie like Spiral. Um, by the way, I didn't even know Killian Murphy was in this thing until I watched the trailer today. Of course, yeah. I mean, it is not a corn syrup podcast unless we don't bring <laughs> up. <laughs> Dude, I, I get hyped when I see Killian Murphy, man. I, I'm a I'm a fan, so I mean that. Yeah, that, no, that's definitely a, a hell of a hire for yeah for them to bring him on. You know, it's not like you know you'll you'll be lacking any of a uh, John Krasinski's character in this movie when you have yeah. Killian Murphy. You know. So it looks like there's a little bit of a new wrinkle too. It, so I, I think A Quiet Place is it's a really good movie. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, which mm-hmm. which is which is actually wild. That's pretty nuts. Uh, yeah. That, and that's crazy, man. Um, but I don't think you want to make this movie twice, meaning like, you know, it, it's right. such a it's such a particular movie. It's a special movie in a lot of ways because it's uh the premise is very interesting. You know, they can't speak. Um mm-hmm. But you don't want to make that same movie twice. And it looks like Krasinski knew that. Because if you watch the trailer, I mean, they're talking a lot more. They have found safe places where they can speak, um, where they're not in danger. And it also looks like the people that died in the first one from those monsters are now also basically zombies and turning right. and turning against people now. So, like, you know, there, there's a couple of new wrinkles in there. Um so that's good. You know, I was really hoping it wasn't going to be the same movie twice because as good as the first one was, I just think that would have been overkill. It's it's a hard thing to replicate. Right. I mean, if they were just going to do the same thing, then why not just make like a four hour long first movie? But yeah, I, um, I think I think they're smart enough not to you know make that mistake and make the same movie. Um, with that said, there's no way that this movie touches 96 percent. No, Do not a think? chance. Okay. No, no, no. I, I might be higher than you, but it's it's not touching ninety six. Right. Um. I I think this movie will have a little bit of sequel f- fatigue, as you like to say. Um. And I do like, and I kind of think this movie was mostly made just because of you know the huge hit that the first movie was. I mean, yeah. seventeen million dollar budget, and we're talking this bringing in three hundred and forty million. So of course they were going to beg, you know john to make a new script and make a new movie and so this may not be in you know something he's been thinking of or that was planned so i think it may suffer a little bit because of that so i'm just going to go 70 percent critics and i'll go ditto with the audience score also 70 percent. okay yeah I'm a, I'm a little bit higher than you not drastically higher i, I am up to an 84 percent just because I, I i do think krasinski is a really talented dude i, I definitely agree with you that you know, there there probably wasn't meant to be a sequel to this movie until like you know it broke it broke the bank. Um, but I just looking at the movie, it seems like there's a pretty decent vision involved. Killian Murphy can't hurt. That brings it a lot of credibility. Right. Emily Blunt alone really gives the movie a lot of credit credibility. She's really good. Yeah, um, without a doubt. So you know, my expectations are a little bit higher. I'll, I'll go eighty four percent. And for the audience, they were at 82% for the first one. I'm obviously going to lower that. I'll I'll go 72% for the fans. Um, Very fair. So you're at 77. I'm sorry, you're at a 70-70 split. Yep. And then I'm at 84 for critics and 72 for the fans. Uh, So we obviously both higher expectations for this movie than Spiral. That's, you know. Very fair, I think. Definitely. All right, I'm I'm excited for this one, man. This is Candyman. Um, you are. I think this Probably is a more movie. more than I am, but that's. I think know, so. I think so. Won't be there first in line, but yeah. So this comes out um, in August, August 27th. Yep. So Naya DeCosta, and I, I guess if I had one reservation about this movie, I'm not familiar with her work at all. She made a movie called Little Woods that I am not familiar with, but it does have a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. And she was then hired to direct the Captain Marvel sequel. So like this is, um, I guess she's a big time up and coming director. But again, I'm really, I don't really don't know anything about her. Um, yeah. 
obviously the big thing is, you know, you do have Jordan Peele's name attached to this project. Right. He's serving as the executive producer. They they made sure to really hammer that home in the trailer. <laughs> you know, uh, of course, yeah. Like, nobody knows who Nia DaCosta is, but they made sure that Jordan Peele's name was nice and big. Um, uh, of course, and 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 it worked for the longest time. I I thought he was doing everything on this yeah. movie. Um, I was actually shocked to find out that he wasn't the uh, a director of this movie. I wish he was, man. Because, I mean, come on, Jordan Peele would be perfect for this, right? Of course, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, he's probably just passing on to someone else to help them get their, you know, first big step. Not yep. saying that she's not talented, but come on. Can can she really be Jordan Peele? Yeah, she got the, this movie didn't even, come, didn't even come out yet. And she got the Captain Marvel too, which is, which is right. wild. Like, I don't even know how that happened, but... Um, Anyway, Tony Todd is also returning, which is fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, that's great. I love how in the trailer they made sure to not really show Tony mm-hmm. to keep that mystique of the Candyman, which is, you know, rightfully so. That's well done. So tell me, I, I do think I'm looking forward to this movie a little bit more than you, but tell me, give me your overall thoughts. But at the end of the day, like Jordan Peele, don't miss. Like, <laughs> like you yes. look at Get Out, that's a 98 percent which is you know crazy we're, we're talking you know a guy that's really like perfected the the horror genre they're like dude like you really see him messing this up like we're talking candy man like it has like the perfect st- it like this is a movie that probably should have been done like 10 or so years ago when all the yeah. remakes were coming out because it's got such a good story and really was due for a um remake but um the fact that jordan peele got his hands on it um I think this movie is going to be actually loved by uh, critics. I actually see it getting a 90% um, <laughs> as compared to 75%, which is what the 92 version got. So, you know, it's not like it's so I think, you know, he's, he's going to put, you know, his style onto an already really good movie and kind of make it great. Um, so I am excited for this movie. That's actually a plot twist. I was just fooling you, <laughs> <laughs> but um, 62%. Uh, what was the fan vote for for the 92 movie i think that's going to go way up um yeah. once again with that jordan peele effect um i'm going 79 percent fan score i'm pretty much right there with you man i, I have it at a 92 percent for critics um i'll get into that you know a little bit more but uh for fans i have them at 85 so i okay i think i think this movie's gonna be you know, it's it's Jordan Peele. Now, do you think it's going to be a box office hit? It's kind of the main question with this movie. I mean, now, now, now we're not talking about Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. We're talking about Candyman. You think the box office numbers will kind of? Yes, because I think I, I know he's not directing, but again, it's the Jordan Peele appeal. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I, I really think he's going to bring people out. Like he's made such a name for himself, not only in horror, but specific horror right like stuff that's you know yeah. let's let's be honest racially charged a little bit right okay. like something that's and, never been been done before yeah I yeah mean, it's... so yeah i mean i i do think it, like i'm not saying it's gonna be um it not it, he's probably never gonna make another get out no yeah I, I don't think so either but um i'm glad that he's getting into like the remakes now i mean yeah I also don't don't think he's going to just go and do any remake that they offer him now. Like I think he specifically chose Candyman because he knows that there's a great story there to be told, and it kind of fits his theme of his last two movies. Yep. This just seems like I mean, you said you, it's hard for you to believe that they would mess this up. I literally wrote down hard to believe they will fuck this up. Like I, yeah. I, I would be pretty surprised if this ends up being a not even a bad movie, just a decent movie. I, I think I it's mean, going to be really good. I mean, of of the five or six movies that we're going to be talking about, I mean, you would put all of your money down on this to have the highest rating, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah, absolutely. Same. Yep, me yeah, too. Pretty easily. Um, I, I just like, especially the world we're living in today, man. I, I This movie is, it's going to be relevant. You're attaching yeah. Jordan Peele's name to it. I'm not really familiar with the cast, but I, I think that my, my wife knows that main guy and she said he's really good. Right. Um, my, my I think Candyman is like a good enough, um, I don't want to say villain, uh, but like a like protagonist. Like people know him, but they don't really, you know, like everyone knows Freddy Krueger and Michael and they know what to expect. I think people 
have heard of Candyman, but they'll go into this movie excited to see this version. And it's funny, it's still played yeah. by Tony Todd, but it kind of just awesome. feels like old new Candyman, you know? Yeah, and this actually is a direct sequel, so it's 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 so, doing. Uh, yeah, I I like I did mention that this is a remake, but I I say that loosely because oh, yeah. it really is kind of a remake. Yeah, in for sure. Sequel remake, you know, but I'm really going into it as more so it's like a reboot, but it's tech it's technically a direct sequel. You know, it's obviously it's hard to say, but I I think the main point of it being a direct sequel is the main protagonist in the movie. That's actually Anthony, the little boy from the first one, if you can oh, remember. Okay. So yeah. that that's him as an adult. Um, other than other than that, I really don't know how much of a tie-in it's going to be to that original. But right. guess we'll find out. But yeah, man, I'm not, both you and I are setting the bar high for this one. It's just hard to believe that it won't be any good. Um, and I will definitely be there on August twenty seventh. I can promise you that. Oh hell yeah! All right. Now now we're on to the uh, so if Candyman, if if we're setting the bar from a critical standpoint with Candyman. This this is definitely your and I's both of our most an anticipated. Right. Uh this is the big one. This is the movie we <laughs> we, you know, we we should have had a review out for this movie by now. Uh because obviously Damn we have it, but yeah, it got pushed back just like all the others, but this is the one that we're like, oh man, we can't wait to do a review for it. But this is Halloween Kills, uh finally coming out on um October the 15th of this year which it's already mid-April, man. So like mid-October mid is going to be here before you know it. This year's oh, yeah. this year's flying by for me. Um, but yeah, this is it, dude. We, we've only gotten a couple teasers so far. They really haven't given us a whole lot to work with here. I'm on record as saying my expectations as a fan for this movie are like really high. And right. I think this is maybe a little bit of a turning point in this David Gordon Green trilogy where I think the critical reception goes down a lot, but Agreed. I but I think hardcore Halloween fans are gonna love this movie. Um, and again, now I'm really just you know that's just more gut than anything. I'm, I don't really have a whole lot to go off of. But David Gordon Green has promised more gore. He's promised a higher body count. We're we're gonna have Marion Chambers. We're gonna have Lonnie. So you're gonna have all these callbacks that only true passionate Halloween fans even even know who those people are. Um, I just think this is the movie, man. I think this is going to be a movie for the fan. I really do. Uh, I, I have that written down. I mean, when when you bring back people like Tommy Doyle and yeah. Sheriff Brackett and Lindsey Wallace, like, of course, it's going to be for, for the fans. You know, like, it's not, you know, it's not your typical slasher movie that, you know, is one and done. And, you know, this is going to be for people that have been following the franchise for 40 years like us. I think 30, 29. But um, I feel like my expectations for Halloween 2018 were just like too like uh, ridiculously high to where I'm kind of trying to like contain myself a bit. Yeah. Then it was right now because, you know, there was probably no movie I was ever more excited for than Halloween 2018. Uh, when the first trailer dropped, I watched it you know, like 30 times on like the first day. Um, so with this movie, I'm trying to tread lightly. I don't want to fall in that same mistake I made. Um, but I I agree with you with everything you said. Fans are going to love this. Critics are probably going to fucking hate it. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to hate it. Um, I, I just think... For for a sequel slasher movie, yeah, it's it, it will be better than most movies. Like, we're not talking about, like, Friday the 13th Part 3 here. You know, it's yeah. still going to be, like, a movie with some heart and with a decent story. Yeah, like he's with good acting. Like I, yeah. I think you know, obviously with Jamie Lee Curtis back, that's and, that will obviously give it some relevance. And you know, like the production value is still going to be really good. Like you know, we're we're a far we are so far away from these shitty slasher sequels that were just made for peanuts, just for the sake of you know right. make making in money. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, the people behind this movie obviously care, so I don't think they'll hate it. But I, but I'm I'm really like. But it's not going to be like the um, Halloween two two thousand eighteen, which got seventy nine percent. That's insane to like look back and see that. Yeah, it got seventy nine from uh, the critics and seventy from audience. It, so it's that's really just wild. insane. It's really wild. So, like, and I think that's why my um, expectations were so high because seeing a Halloween movie in two thousand eighteen get seventy nine from critics, like you're expecting it to be on par with the original, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. And I, I did say something about the production value, but you know, I I also feel like you know, Halloween Kills it. It's no longer uh, you know like a shiny new toy. You know, right. you, you've already seen Michael in this yeah. in this revamped production quality. So yeah. I also think critics are like, yeah, whatever. We we saw this already. Exactly. Um, so I, I'm I'm at a fifty eight percent for critics, and I almost went lower, but I, I still think it's going to be quality. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you. I got a fifty five percent from okay. critics, but with a score of eighty percent for the fans. I'm at a seventy six for the fans. Cool. Uh, so we're pretty much uh, so we think alike for Halloween Kills, which I I kind of figure that we would not like we we understand that franchise because you know it's something yeah. we love and. Well, it's but, funny. It's funny when they when people talk about you know Marion Chambers and you know Tommy, even Tommy Doyle. It's like yeah. people don't people don't know who that is, right? Um, and they bring back like Sheriff Brackett. Like that actor is like yeah. eighty five years old. Like that's yeah. dedication right there. By the way, Brad Dorif was the best Sheriff Brackett. Sheriff, Lee, yeah. So yeah, that guy can suck my dick. The nineteen seventy eight version. <laughs> His, his name slipped in my 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 mind right now, but yeah, I can't name. I can't recall, but yeah, I I can't wait for this movie. I, I get I, sooner or later we have to get a you know a full trailer. Um, Has to be, uh, yeah. The the uh, trailer for the eighteen version. I think that the uh, full trailer dropped in June, and we and um we never got a teaser like like we yeah. did with this movie. So I mean, I'm probably expecting around the same. We'll we'll probably get a trailer around June. With the poster dropping, hopefully soon. Isn't it hopefully crazy? Sometime in April, May. Isn't it crazy that we should be talking about Halloween ends right now? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Isn't that wild, man? Yeah, like, I really should should be getting a, a trailer for that movie now. With yeah, you know, Halloween Kills, like um, having been watched probably about thirty times by both of us. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on to. We are now out of 2021. Uh, yes. Good year. It's gonna be a good year for horror. I I, I definitely think that. But then. 2022 opens up the year with a bang or what is hopefully a bang anyway or um, with a scream <laughs> uh oh man all right so it, it's Should, new, uh, will you just end it there or? yeah i'm just gonna disconnect from you right now all right. so it's the new scream movie it's not called scream five which is yeah, I, I, I say no, we just call it that for for the hell of it something about that trend man i don't, I don't like it but i i yeah. you know i mean like Money yeah, thing, I guess that's really like the third movie that we're covering that just has the same name as the um, original. There's Candyman, Scream, yep. there's Halloween, and what's the uh, the uh, Texas Chainsaw movie called? There's no it's name. Probably to it. called Texas. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't I'm, be surprised. I will guarantee you half of my bank account. It's going to be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, I'll take you up on that. But if I lose, you don't get anything from me. Well, the uh, jokes on you. I have like seven dollars. <laughs> Uh, so it's Scream Five or Scream, however you want to refer to it. It should be Scream Five, but we'll just we'll call it Scream. We'll call it by its title. Uh, naturally, this is the first Scream movie to be made uh, without Wes Craven. Craven died. I'm sorry. Scream Four was what? 2011, Mike. 2009. Yes. Yep. 11. It was 2011. Okay. All right. So it's going to be more than a decade since we got a Scream movie, which is crazy. Uh, Scream. I remember Scream Four coming out, man. It does not feel like it was a decade ago, but here we are. Um, so the directors of this movie i've only seen one of their movies but they're they're not they're not siblings but they do partner it's yeah yeah uh, kind of gay if you ask me (laughs) Uh, it is strange man you don't you don't see it often um it's 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 like the fairly brothers but not brothers (laughs) mad Benelli, open and tyler gillette uh, I I did see Ready or Not with Samara Weaving, which is a pretty good yeah. movie. Right. Um, the, the thing I'll say about that movie, it definitely matches the tone of what you expect from a Scream movie. You know, it's yeah. you know a lot of a lot of snarky script and all that, fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the big thing about this movie is like you're you're getting the old band back together. You're getting David Arquette, Nev Campbell. Um, uh, picture, why am I blanking on? Courtney Cox. Roger Jackson as as uh, the voice of Scream. Is uh, that who you're trying to think of? No, I was trying to think of Courtney Cox. You bet your ass like he's coming back. But, uh, but uh, so is Courtney. Yeah. Well, Roger hasn't done anything in a decade, so he's he's ready to come back. And um, Kevin Williamson is the executive producer. 
Uh, we've mentioned his name. That, that is a great sign. Yes, huge. Yeah, we've mentioned his, his name a lot. What's that one movie that he was not um, a part of? That Scream. We Scream 3. Scream 3, man. That is correct. And that is a terrible movie. Look, man, I don't want to, uh, you know, it makes you think a little bit about Wes Craven. You know, it, was he a little bit, you know, I, obviously Kevin Williamson was his right-hand man, but something I think in really his later there. years, he kind of, I don't want to say he was losing it because it's not like Scream 3 was that long after the original Scream. I think only like four years. Um, yeah. But I, I think he even knew he was making a bad movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that, I mean, I think him and, Kevin Williamson make a great team and make a hell of a franchise, but um, I don't know. I just don't think it was Wes at his best. Yeah. But not well, they, to take anything away from him. They did have to butcher that movie a little bit. Was it Columbine that happened where they had to cut out right. a lot of violence? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it happened about a year prior. So, yeah, it uh, was still very sensitive. To yeah. Probably fucked with the way, you know, that they actually wanted to make it. Yep. Yep, that definitely didn't help. But then, you know, Craven and Williamson – got back together and bounced back in a big way with Scream 4, which I think is great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, looking back on our rankings, we're, we're going to do that. We have that ranked above Scream 2? No. I don't think we, we yeah, okay. No, but I was just going to say, they're pretty close um, yeah. for me, anyway. Yeah, it's like uh, definitely worth, you know, I mean, you're not really wrong Yeah, either way you want to go. Agreed. Uh, but for me, you know, you're getting the old band back together. Kevin Williamson is huge in this. And it's just a franchise that Scream 3 aside, or even if, even if you want to count Scream 3 because it's, you know, it's not good, but it's no Halloween Resurrection. It's no right. Next Generation. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, not even, it's not even worse than Seed of Chucky. So, right. you know, it, it's a franchise that gives, dude, gives we, you a lot we, of confidence. We just watched eight fucking Leprechaun movies, so... Yeah. Scream right. Three is actually, you know, a classic. Yeah. yeah, so it's a it's a it's a franchise that gives you a lot of confidence, man. I just, I I, I don't see what could go that wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I I, I agree. Um, like, there's no way that this will touch the uh, the forty uh, percent of Scream Three. Um, but it's also not going to be near the seventy nine percent of Scream. Um, did you actually know that Scream Two had a higher rating than the original Scream? Yeah, I I, I I remember I remember reading that when we were doing our rankings last summer. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I I I think like we said, I think Scream Four is closer to Scream Two than Scream Two is to the original. Right. For yeah, me. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but the fans obviously felt that the OG Scream is the best. I mean, that's got seventy nine percent, and the yeah. next highest is Scream Two with fifty seven percent. Oh wow! Um, really? Yeah. Dang. Um, and then 55% with part four and then 37 with part three. Um, so I really do think this movie will be like in between. It, it will probably be in like the screen for um, like a territory. If I had to guess. Um, yeah. Ready or not got an 88 mm. uh, percent by, by critics, you know, and uh, 78 by fans. So um, I think this movie is going to be 65% liked by critics and 60% from the audience. Uh, 5% higher than Scream 4 in both the critic and the audience score. I am just a little bit above you. I have down 66% for the critics, and I do have 67% down for the fans. I uh, um, do, yeah. I, I kind of, like, am looking back at my fan score, and I think that this is a movie, you know, like... And I and I really think that the, the pandemic helped with, you know, people who love you know certain things and and if because you know, everyone's felt sheltered this last year and if you're a huge screen fan and this movie's coming out in less than eight months and you get out of the house and go to the movies probably for the you know second time in a year third time in a year like you're gonna fucking love this movie yep just like i, I know like I, like i already know for a fact that you and i are gonna love this movie exactly it can yeah, be yeah. all part of screen three but you know we'll but we'll like it for at least like the first couple of weeks after we we see it and then maybe like we'll realize oh, yeah, it's actually kind of a shitty movie. Yeah, but I, I think I've reached the point in my life where like I'm just happy to see these movies still. Right. St- you know, it, obviously it's been, it's, made, been it, right. it's been it's been a decade, but like seeing the, there's, there's going to be a scream. day where there's no longer going to be Scream or yeah. Halloween or you know <laughs> like I'm yeah. thankful that in, in that in our lifetime, especially while we're still young, we're 
Yeah, I mean, seeing seeing a screen movie in 2022, man, it's just you got you got to love it. This something is that you would never thought that you that you'd see. Yeah, yeah, especially after Craven died. So yeah, man, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I, you know, it, it's not going to be uh, uh, a darling movie to the critics like a Candyman, but I right. but I but I do kind of feel similar about it in the sense like that they they really can't fuck it up that bad. No, and it's being put into some pretty decent hands, if you ask me. Yeah, probably definitely. more than decent. All right, let's move on to the last movie here. This is by far the movie we know the least about. Right. Yeah. And then, to the point where we don't even have a release date for it. Um, yeah. th- this is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That again, this is going to be a direct sequel to the original. Um, could so be it's good- going to be called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, you heard, yeah, you heard it here first. We we broke that news. Yeah, but this is um, being produced, not directed, but being produced by Fide Alvarez, who directed the first Don't Breathe movie. He's also responsible for directing the uh, Evil Dead reboot, which I I haven't seen, and I I don't know why I haven't seen it because I know people yeah, love they, it. Um, yeah, I've been well liked. Been meaning to watch that movie for years, but yeah, he's uh. He's producing this. The director is a bit of a no-name. His name is David Blue Garcia. This movie, there's a there's been some turmoil with the production of this movie, which is usually never uh, a good time. Right? It's always a red flag. You know what I mean? Um, they two two brothers were hired on to direct this movie, and they got fired a week into production. <laughs> so, and then. Uh, David Blue Garcia got hired on. So, you know, it, it doesn't give you a whole lot of confidence. And for me, it's like I said, the Scream franchise gives you a lot of confidence. Whereas yeah, the, the Texas Chainsaw franchise is like the opposite. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, like, I think we're both just going into this movie, just hoping it's better than 3D. I mean, that's all yeah. you can really ask for, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, you're not going to get anything close to the, to the original, obviously. You're mm-hmm. kind of, I think you're, I think to even aim for the remake is kind of wishful thinking. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think, you know, and that wasn't a movie that was even really well liked, you know, that got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. But this is a movie that is always going to have a fan base or it's a franchise that's always going to have a pretty loyal fan base. Uh, There's no low scores. I mean, even Texas Chainsaw 3D got a 40% from fans. So, I mean, that kind of speaks volumes that this movie should absolutely shatter that and by shatter i mean 55 percent. that's what i think the fan score for this movie will be yeah uh with a 30 percent from from critics which i think is actually pretty generous but you know we're not really going to know much about this movie until we get a poster or a trailer um, again man i'm right there with you i have a 31 percent for critics um but that could like you said that could easily be into the 20s and- that could, that, yeah i mean i wouldn't be shocked to see a 15 yeah and for the fans i'm at a 44 percent um it's a weird so, fran- weird franchise man because you're coming off leatherface too which was just such a weird movie right like it, like it never had to be made and then i'm looking at like the cast of this movie and like um sally hardesty is is in it and it's like i don't know yeah like i don't I, like is that going to be good? But like, it's not, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to think about this movie. Um, now I'm going to ask you a question. Now, do you think that there's a better chance of Kenny man having above a 90% or a text chainsaw being under 25%? Oh my God. That's such a hard question. Um, What's more of, of a lock you'd say. Candyman above 90. I probably agree with you because there's always an off chance that this movie has like one awesome scene that even critics like, you know, I mean, and I don't know, but <laughs> if there's like one, one thing to give you an ounce of hope with this movie, it's like the, th- these movies have just gotten better, you know, like for example, r- the wrong turn movie that was just released. Yeah. They somehow made a decent movie out of a complete, right shit show of a franchise so which uh would have like fooled us like if you told us that like a year ago then we probably would have you know said that this movie is probably gonna go right to dvd and be a seven percent or some shit yeah 
So I would, it's a really hard question, but I would give the nod because not, I mean, 90% obviously is like a really high bar to clear, but All right. um, I think, I think Candyman's going to be great. And I think I, whether or not it's great, I don't know, but I think critics will think it's great for sure. Right. Well, I have some breaking news that Jordan Peele was fired off of uh, Candyman. So does that change your uh, <laughs> perception of the movie? But yeah. It looks like that there's some problems on, on set right now. And but, a, year, a year after it was supposed to come out <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no i, I Absolutely. think we, we speak a lot about uh jordan peele like he's not directing but he's producing it but that still carries weight and fide alvarez is producing the new texas chainsaw massacre but you know he's also not jordan peele so um all right so we covered what six movies uh we covered yes we did all right, so I want you to give me six, and then I'll throw in my six, but I want you to rank these from six to one with your level of excitement. Okay, so six being my least. Um, yes. You know, I'll still go Spiral as number yeah. six. I, I'm just not a big Saul guy. Um, even though my expectations for Texas Chainsaw are low, I'll, I'll still put that ab above Spiral at number five. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. And then it gets harder. Um a quiet place for sure number four um yeah quiet place four just because my expectations for texas chainsaw that right that could, that could be really bad uh number three dang i'll go candy man i mean i i, I think candy man's gonna be really good but it's not i like, uh, no, that hurts yeah too, uh, it hurts me a little great. bit yeah scream i love I, I mean i i gotta be loyal to to a franchise that i love so i'll go scream two and then Halloween kills by a mile is my is my best. Yeah. I'm but pretty yeah. much with you, but um, is it wrong for me to have like uh, Texas Chainsaw maybe at two or three just for the fact that Texas no. Chainsaw? No, like I can go into a movie like knowing it's going to be like a thirty percent type movie, you know. But yeah, I can still enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, no, look, I mean, like it's it's probably going to be like a different kind of movie that you can put on and watch. Right. six million times whereas Candyman, you'll probably watch it twice and you'll be like you know what i'm good for a long time <laughs> yeah yeah i'm good for like six years until yeah. i like, get my brain melted again right uh yeah i mean you're pretty much and the same thing with quiet place Two and spiral i mean it's kind of just like their story yeah something that we've seen before so you know we might as, you know so like if we're gonna see something um again like we might as well just make it a slasher movie and yeah. have leatherface in there so i think that's why i would have Texas Chainsaw ahead of both uh, both of those two. Yep, that's fair. Um, and with Candyman, I mean, that's just going to be a good movie. That's without doubt going to be the highest ranked movie of these six. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I'd, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. I really would be. Yeah, I mean, like with that Jordan Peele, uh, Peele wand that he seems to have. Yeah, there, there's no way that this movie's not at least an eighty. Like I'll put that at almost like a zero percent chance. Yeah, I think the only movies on this list that could rival it and i'm talking about the movies that we we discussed very briefly in the beginning would be like a last night in soho just because edgar wright is really good right um you know james wan seems for the most part to be critically well received so even taking those movies into account and Candyman has to be the highest ranked on this list without a doubt yeah you and i agree by the way we're probably missing some movies i just thought that um I just thought about Final Destination has a new movie, I think, coming out in 2022, possibly. That's honestly news to, uh, to me. But, you know, with stuff yeah. being in 2022, like, like we barely had um, anything on Texas Chainsaw. So we just don't know. I mean, at least with these movies. Now, do we have a poster for Scream 5? I've seen a lot. Of, I can't tell if they're fan-made or not. No, I don't, well I don't think that we do, man. But I know we have a poster for Texas Chainsaw. And... Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read on Bloody Disgusting that the Texas Chainsaw movie is is actually done filming already. Yeah, um, so I would imagine that's probably going to be coming out not far after Scream. Uh, yeah, it's probably going to have like early. I and, and yeah. it wouldn't shock me to actually see it have a a January yeah re re release because um if you remember Texas Chainsaw 3D came out in January. How could I forget? Yeah, of course it was a classic, but. That's usually when they shave, you know, save all of their shave all all of their shitty movies. <laughs> that's like that's the month that they save all of their shit for, you know, yeah. 
So to see Scream Five, there's kind of weird. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me to see that get pushed back to it toward like kind of towards like Valentine's Day, like possibly. Right. I did think that was weird, but I also think it would be really cool to have Ghostface and Leatherface coming out the same month. Right. Yeah. How, bad, how badass would that be? Uh, I'm sure that the box office would love that. Um, uh, any more questions about these movies? Which movie is going to have the highest box office? Um, I, I will write it down and I will hold you to it. It's, that's a good question. I, I, I think it's Halloween. It's really, you don't think it's Halloween know. Kills, Mike? It could be. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think Halloween Kills will get what Halloween got in 2018. Yeah, but it doesn't have to in order it to. It doesn't have to, but know. hell, I don't. I, th- I think Spiral is still too early with, with the uh, pandemic and also just not, and even without that. And same with Quiet Place, to where these kind of will be more of like a VOD type release. Yeah, I, I was going to say a Quiet Place 2 could rival. I mean, that's, it could yeah. make a lot of money. The first I mean, one was, Quiet was Place a smash hit. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah, a Quiet Place made $340 million, so that's more yeah. than Halloween. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe Candyman can do it. I think Candyman <laughs> really can. Um, I would have to look at the, you know, the, the uh, box office numbers for uh, us and for Get Out, but I'm sure they're impeccable, just like the rest of Jordan Peele's r- resume. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. I probably... If I had to go out and pick one, I, I would go probably Halloween Kills just because of Michael Myers. And I think by then people will be more comfortable to go to the movies and box office. And Yeah. So. Yep. I agree. All right, man. That's going to wrap it up here. Uh, we do have, like I said, our next episode is going to be in anticipation of Spiral coming out on the 14th. We are going to be ranking the saw franchise let's get the date there we are going to take an extra week off in between just watching these movies is a little bit of a little bit of a chore as we found as we found out with the leprechaun series um so that will be coming out on may the 5th so we are going to be off by a week but we will have our our saw episode coming out on may the 5th again spiral comes out the 14th so uh that's good time busy month ahead man Busy month ahead, busy year with horror, and uh, we are looking forward to it. We'll talk to you guys soon.